0: From the campus of Stanford University and on location, this is the Entrepreneurs Radio Show and Podcast featuring in depth one on one interviews with purpose driven entrepreneurs and high performance game changers committed to extraordinary ideas, preeminence, and multi generational success. Our radio show and podcast illuminates the struggles, breakthroughs, and exceptional outcomes these game changers bring to industries, organizations, and lives. Hosted by Tom Dioro, Principal of Podfather Media.
1: For our guest today, please welcome Toby Heck. Toby is the founder and CEO of Aji Network, a completely new business philosophy that enables individuals and entire businesses to double their productivity, value, and income, leveraging their computers and the internet. Toby is also the author of Aji, an IR number four business philosophy. For more information feel free to visit com. that's a j i com toby welcome to our show thank you very much I'm honored to have you here
2: thank you for having
1: me toby let's start off with um something a, a, a bit different than uh, normals what what made you find such meaning in in forming Aji? i mean what was it like the, was there a galvanizing moment or moments that do you, that uh, uh inspired you to begin,
2: uh, There were two, Tom. Okay. Two, two moments. Um, the first one um, was that I found myself when I got married, um, having made commitments to Linda, my wife, that you know, I'm in the love, honor, cherish co- tradition. When I got married. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was naive, Tom. I mean, people <laughs> talk to me now I'm 68, but when I was in my twenties, it was just like, well, if I was going to love, honor, and cherish Linda, um, and we didn't have any pension, uh, the two of us knew cause she works too, that we had to save enough money for our old age. And, um, Um, You know, I work with different kinds of people. Some business people are casual about their futures and some are serious about their future. And we were serious. So we added up our our numbers and we went, whoa, we need to make more money. So I was under a kind of pressure. Uh, Now, uh, my book is, you called IR number four.
1: Correct. Yeah. I hope I said that correctly. You did. If not, okay.
2: Fourth industrial revolution with computers and the internet. Uh Ah, right. In the third industrial revolution, people used single-purpose tools, and they had pensions, right? Mm -hmm. So then the computers came along, and I opened the first chain of retail computer stores in Silicon Valley. Apple announced they were canceling their pensions, and Lynn and I added up our numbers, which was really easy. I mean, 25 times whatever we need to support our household is really easy to figure out, and we went, whoops, we really need to do this. We, we need to earn and save enough money. We were serious about that. That was part of our marriage. I mean, I couldn't think about how I would love, honor, and cherish Linda <laughs> and allow her to run out of money in her old age. And when we had our children, we committed to help them grow up so they could live their own good life. And that meant for us not to be a parent tax on them when they were older. The second thing was in the computer store, um, we had two kinds of customers. The massive group of people are regular people who had never seen a computer before. And what they wanted to know was, what does a computer do? Then we had other people who came in and they had worked with mainframe computers. They were professionals, they were PhDs with computers. And they were all together different. When they came in working with a computer, they wanted to know, can I do this with my computer? They didn't ask what it could do. They said, can I do this? And as I listened to them and I sold them computers, I realized that the people who came in and said, what does a computer do, were using IR3, old technology. They thought the computer did something. And the other people, the guys, the PhDs, who knew what they were doing, knew that computers don't do anything. They have to know what to do with them. Computers aren't a technology like everybody says. What we do with a computer is the technology. And they were inventing it to make money. So I came to understand that one group of people looked at their computers and the internet strategically and competitively and did very, very well. And the other group looked at their computers as a task-oriented machine. They could get things done on, like get the job done. And there you're still earning a normal IR3 income that's so far too low that they're absolutely certain to run out of money with their spouse when they retire. It's so, fascinating.
1: Uh, it's fascinating, especially that what 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 drives that level of curiosity with you to actually analyze it to that level?
2: I'm I've uh, I've had uh, I've been spoken to firmly, Tom, okay. <laughs> by, uh, by people who know me. <laughs> firmly, um, I like that. I'm I'm not uh, I'm I'm a little peculiar. It, it's not like I'm a normal guy walking around. I, sometimes I hear the questions about entrepreneurs and but I've written more than 1,300 papers for Aji. I mean, people don't sit down and just write, you know, 1,342 essays and write 400 videos. So I'm not exactly, you know, like I'm a little bit not, you know, people scold me sometimes and they say, you shouldn't be comparing (laughs) yourself. You are not not quite normal. I'm not bad, bad, but I I do a little bit more work than most people think.
1: Yeah, that peculiarity – Eris and I were talking just before we, we came on your show, is, is, the, is, is a certain out-of-the-box thinking. And I say, well, the only person who puts a box in anything is actually us.
2: Yeah. Well, I went to, I understand you're at Stanford, yeah?
1: Yes. Stanford University, uh, the KZSU station.
2: Yeah. yeah so, did, uh, you, when I was 24, I went to Stanford. I wanted to get an MBA. Okay. And, and they wouldn't let me because I wasn't 28. So I just went to the bookstore and I pretended to be a school student. I got all the books at 24 and I went home and for a year, I studied all the Stanford MBA books. What has some, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say.
1: That is amazing. But see, that just shows you, you, there's no, um, there's a high level of unstoppability and I'm trying to get kind of to the essence of it. Toby is like, what, what drives that for you? that
2: unstoppability you know, I don't know if that's a word but it yeah I'm with good. you I, I, I am <laughs> um, if I can put it this way Tom we live in a world in which there's a group of people I call them carnies you know like at a carnival okay and when you go to a carnival the carnies bring in the rubes and the marks they're the country bumpkins okay right and uh, what we all know uh, Carneys, I mean, I have people uh, start to think I don't like them, but I like Carneys a lot. The thing is, we all know they're selling us stuff that's discretionary, right? We don't need our mm-hmm. fifth sweater. We don't all that. No. It's great fun. I love it. I have no problem with that. Uh, but when I promised that I was going to love honor, and cherish Linda and I was naive about it, I couldn't imagine letting her run out of money. So- <sighs> Uh, I find myself not very uh, connected to the carnies. You know, the carnies want to sell the next television show and the movies and the clothes and the vacation and the, the politicians want to distract you from everything and they want to tell you that fun is being entertained all the time. And I went, no, no, I, I'm a philosopher. Life is about being a human being with your family. It's about taking care of your spouse and your kids and your society and living with dignity. So... Um, there was never any issue for me about what I was going to do with my family. I found there was an issue for other people. Um, you may have heard of okay boomer. Like people don't like the boomers very much. Yes. Correct. Uh, well, they were casual about their marriage. If I asked them what were their marriage vows? They didn't know. Right. And I went, well, then you're not married. Uh, a marriage isn't a marriage license. Marriage is your commitment to the vows you made. And they don't know it. They're not married. And they didn't make commitments to their kids. And I found myself naive going, well, I really meant to love, honor, and cherish Linda. I really meant to provide. She had the same thing. We really did mean to raise our kids so they could live in the world. And we were surrounded by baby boomers who thought it was better to be casual about that. And we weren't casual. That's my customers, by the way. The people who learn Aji are not casual about their life. They're, they're, they think life is worth serious thought. They care about their marriage and their children. And that's what they do. And that's who uses Aji.com. They show up and they go, no, I'm serious about my family. And if it's of interest to you, it, it produces a, a, a two classes. Okay. There's a group who's serious about what they're doing. And they double their incomes and their productivity with Aji. And then they're around people who are casual about it, who won't do that. And that uh, breaks up the business. And businesses get together and they double their productivity. The business owners like that, right? Sure. Right. Yeah, so what's interesting
1: like, yeah. I mean that's that's just fascinating in that uh, that seriousness. But I sense that it's like the more serious you take it, the more fun you have. I admit, oh, yeah. to correct me if I'm wrong, but oh, it would God. appear to be the more you 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 have those values in line, you understand them, you have that level of commitment, then it, it leaves a massive amount of room for for fun. I, like,
2: maybe I'm off. That's I, what my customers say. They oh, really? Okay. Yeah, well, what, uh, how do you, I don't, it's terrible from my point of view, Tom, to go to work every day, earn a normal IR3 income that's way too low and be resigned every day to you go to work that you're failing to take care of your family. And that also makes it really hard to go out on a vacation and have fun when, when you go out, you're failing. So when people make enough money and they are earning and saving enough, they have much more fun in their life and they spend more time with their family because they know what they're doing. Doubling productivity, value, and income makes life much more fun.
1: Yeah. And on that line, you said uh, you're a philosopher as well as um, we have a a great guest yesterday that uh, talked about uh, what one of the things that moved him was uh, Socrates in in a line, I don't know if I'm saying it correctly, but the unexamined life is not worth living. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Well, if you want to go there, Aristotle, Confucius, <laughs> and Buddha, they all agreed that the way to live a good life is to be responsible for it. That doesn't mean being entertained all the time. And people <laughs> think, you know, oh, I got to go to the amusement park all the time. And I'm not bad with that. I like amusement parks. <laughs> But there's people who love their spouse and they love their children and they look at a future with no money, with no food, transportation, medical care, and the baby boomers are running into it, right? And they, um, I don't know what to say, it kills them. They can't possibly have any fun.
1: This is terrific. This is terrific. You're listening to the Entrepreneurs Radio Show and Podcasts on KZSU 90.1 FM Stanford. We're talking today with Toby Hecht. For more information, feel free to visit Aji.com. That's A-J-I dot com. Toby, the fourth industrial revolution. Mm -hmm. Can you share uh, with your audience when that struck you? You know what? I am just drawn to this and I want to do something about it.
2: This is fun. Okay, so I'm in the computer store, right? This is 35 years ago, and I got these two groups, right? There's the one that's new to computers, and they want to know what it does, and the other one. And um, in the world of IR3, before, in, before 1980, the computers were released in 1980, okay? Before 1980, all the compu- all the tools were single-purpose. So if you've got it in an elevator... Right. And you said, I don't know what an elevator is. What is this box? <laughs> and somebody said, well, you push this button and you go up and you push this button and you go down. Then you would know that the way the, com- op- the elevator operated also told you what it does. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, people get these huge manuals about how to operate their computer. But there's nothing in the back of that operations manager that says, now, here's how you use your computer to double your income and your productivity and your value strategically and competitively. So what I did in the computer store, when I saw that, I said, oh, somebody needs to write a a book for the back of the book with the operations. Because with an elevator or a shovel or a slide rule, you just need operating instructions. But with a computer, you need operating instructions and how to use it strategically and competitively because that's not obvious at all. You can't look at a computer and know how to use it. So I I resolved at the computer store more than 35 years ago that I would keep providing people with the other set of instructions, not how to operate the computer, but how to use it strategically and competitively so they could actually take care of their family.
1: Brilliant. That's just brilliant. And when did you formalize, say, I'm going to actually act on this and that somebody ought to became, you became the somebody?
2: Oh, okay. Well, that also gets people because I'm not an intellectual. I'm not an academic. I didn't have to invent Aji for my boss or for my career. What I did was I went, Linda, I can see what's going on with these computers Uh, You know a little bit about me. I go to school a lot. I read an awful (laughs) lot. I do all that. And I went, well, for us, I'm going to invent a way to earn a living. We need to double our income. So I didn't invent Aji to teach anybody. I invented it for me. And when I was, uh, we were the number one computer store in the country. And uh, people started to go, how did you do that? So we sold the computer business. And people said, how did you do that? Because they knew me. And I started to teach them. And uh, it took 10 years of teaching them before they finally said to me, how do you know always what to do? And it always works. And I said, well, it's simple. <laughs> These 12 things always happen in the sequence. And they went, what? So I taught them the strategy. And they went, well, this is the best thing ever. And they started doubling their income.
1: That's great. How about working with the corporations? You know, I, I know you've worked with uh adobe dropbox gap amongst many others how is it working with the corporations in in what it is that you do and how is it Well,
2: actually uh that that was a different list i worked the big place i worked was ge crotonville the general electric uh, executive education school okay i worked there for six years oh wow so when i would go in there and i would teach at the with the executives Um, They would learn Aji, and it quickly became known when I taught at Crotonville that if people came in and did that, they won their competitions the next year. And I did that for six years. But when I taught there, oh boy, a couple of decades ago, uh, the executives and I agreed that the employees there were not yet, even though they learned it all the time, They were not yet serious enough. They were still being jerky about their careers. And I, after I taught there for six months and, sorry, six years and made the point, I withdrew and I stay in touch with them and they are still working their way through. Are their employees going to get serious? My
1: opinion is that virtually every company, if not all companies and organizations, can. Benefit from what it is that you are doing, and I say that not a, a, as a plug, but I just say to my observer, objective observation and opinion: Have you approached a number of companies to say, "Here is, you know, w- what we can do with you and your company and your employees to make them more obviously happier, more whole"? Have you done that?
2: Okay, we're in the process. That's why okay. one of the reasons I am talking to you. So, okay, there is two things. One is that nationwide, there is a huge crisis. People are not, their incomes are too low to maintain a good style of living and save enough to afford 25 years. So Aji is like the solution that I know of for the whole country to learn how to double their productivity value and incomes using their computers and the internet, right? The second thing is that Aji.com means that we can now have 100,000 people learning Aji, whereas before we were limited because I was teaching it personally in person We were limited to, you know, a couple of hundred people a year, but now we can have a hundred thousand or more. So yes, uh, my president is in contact with some of the businesses you named Mm -hmm. and they are interested because they've got to upgrade their people's ability to use their computers and the internet. So they double. I mean, they've got to get that done. A lot of the people who are fretting about COVID-19 and the essential workers not coming back.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Well, they won't come back because the the whole country has got to shift from IR three to IR four, and they're still task oriented. They're not making enough money.
1: Yeah, it would seem to be just as important, or at least along the lines as um, health insurance. Mm -hmm. That's my take. And again, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's it's that vital, and uh, at least that level of care. And we'll go. That segues into there. How also did you develop that level of care? Because I sense uh, obviously the the uh, fiscal advantages for people, but there's also a
2: strong level of care that I sense from you. Um, I'm an adult. Um, I take that seriously, how I live in the world with dignity. We hear a lot of stuff on the news where people are shooting their mouth off. They're not thinking what they're saying, and they're not really concerned about living a good life. And who I speak to are moms and dads and husbands and wives and um, they've got to have the goods and services they need. The, the non-discretionary ones, food, housing, medical care, transportation. They've got to be able to afford those their whole life. That's business. So there are people who are serious about taking care of their spouse. It, it's like um, life isn't about, how can I put that? A good life isn't about avoiding life. A good life is about when we got married, when I got married to Linda, I wanted to love, honor, and cherish her. I'm not scolding anybody to do it. I <laughs> wanted to do that. I wanted to raise my children in a good way. I wanted to have enough money to avoid the goods and services. And I really wasn't attracted to the, the carnies. The politicians, <laughs> yeah, okay. they say what they say. The, you know, the retailers, they say what they say. The reporters say what they say. And it's like, they're lying through their teeth. And they're lying all the time. They're not taking care of people. And some people are naive, and it takes them a while to wake up and go, no, living a good life like an adult is like living with dignity. You take care of your spouse because you said so if you want to, and you take care of your kids.
1: Outstanding. This is the Entrepreneur's Radio Show and Podcast on KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. Our uh, public service announcement will be – Uh, The Salvation Army. The Salvation Army is an international movement and an evangelical part of the Universal Christian Church. Its message is based on the Bible. Its ministry is motivated by the love of God. Its mission is to preach the gospel. You can go for more information at their website at salvationarmyusa.org. Again, that's salvationarmyusa.org. Thank you very much for that uh, recommendation, Toby. Um, we're talking today with Toby Hecht. For more information, feel free to go to Toby's website at ajai.com. That's A-J-I dot com. Toby, with uh, business and commerce constantly evolving, especially since our you know, post, we're now in the post-pandemic, what do you see has been different? Prior to and now, if if you're uh, at liberty to share your experience.
2: With the pandemic? Correct. Um, this has been great. So, Aji.com, well, I didn't invent Aji for a pandemic. I mean, who could, right? Sure. Um, but I invented Aji because with computers and the internet, we are working in the most rapidly changing, competitive, complex, and technologically advanced global marketplace in history, right? And um, what I did is I invented Aji for rapidly changing competitive situations. So what my customers are all doing, and I've talked with them, is they deal with concerns, situations, capabilities, and strategies. And the pandemic has changed the competitive situation in which they find themselves. And a competitive situation is always constituted by three parts. There's threats everybody has to avoid, There's obligations they must fulfill to keep their business opportunities, produce new business opportunities, and avoid risks. And they must exploit opportunities in the marketplace to make money. So the pandemic shifted all of that from a business's point of view. So now all of my customers and every business person in the marketplace finds themselves in a set of unfolding, changing competitive situations where they need to redesign their offers, their practices, their narratives, and their strategies, which is what Aji does. So all of my people are busy redesigning offers, practices, and narratives, and strategies as the competitive situations in which they find themselves change. And they are doing very, very well at that. When anybody learns Aji, they learn how to deal with changing situations, and COVID-19 is one of those.
1: Is, we'll go to personal now again. Is I understand uh, your wife is uh, an, quite an inspiration to not just you, your family, but to the business as well. Do you, it appears that you look at everyone who is working with Aji as someone who, you actually care about each person, even, I, I'm saying that, this is twice it, now. But no, there's just a high level of care that's not common, um, not with, uh, I've, I have love the guests I've had, but not every guest has a high level of care, it's truth be told.
2: Uh, I understand.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 it it appears like each person is important to you, whether it's, you know, you've had 4,000 or four people or 4 million or 400 million. Is that true? or?
2: Yes, but I'm not sure the way you're saying it,
1: Tom. Okay. Yeah. Um, Please well, correct okay. me if I'm
2: wrong or rephrase what I say. I, I, well, we I'm live sh- in a marketplace uh, at a time when – Um, there's enormous distraction from who I call carnies, the the (laughs) politicians and the reporters and the marketers. Yes. And they only survive. They only exist if they don't take family seriously. But if you do, if you take family seriously or you take people seriously, and remember uh, Tom, it's important with your question that what I do doubles productivity, value and income. It isn't just being wonderful to people. Right? So yes. you bet I care about people. And um, I also care about people in the sense that when they lack dignity, I notice that too. I don't like that. So when I talk to business people who are being jerky with their spouse, they don't know their vows. When I speak to business people who are being jerky with their children, right? They, they're not paying attention to them. I go, ah, I, I'm not going to hang out with you. But w- when people are serious about their family, Uh, What that means is to take care of them. And when people, there's two ways of talking about taking care of Tom. There's one way where people take about care and they weaken people. They make them weak and they make them less than, they make them like they can't get anything done. But when you take care of people and you go, yes, you need to do this. Let me help you. I'll help you double your income. And people want to, they really like that. And their spouses love it.
1: That dignity. I know that's a very important word uh, that you've stated on our show quite a bit. What is it about the dignity that really matters and means much to you? Okay. Just that word. It's a oh, strong it's, word. It's a
2: good time. So I'm going to say it personally and in business. All right. Okay. In business, every single person you speak to, every person listening to this talk has the technical ability to have the top CEOs, let's say the top five CEOs of the top five businesses in the country, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Facebook, all those businesses Everybody has the technology to talk to them. You get that one? Correct. But they don't have the offers or the practices or the narratives or the strategies to attract them. Uh. Right? So with Aji, people go, oh, because they don't care about hard work. They don't care if you're determined to produce the result. They don't care if you think outside the box. They care about producing outcomes they care about. Correct. Right? So when we see that, we go, "Uh uh-huh. And the same thing for home life. At home, I I produce new offers, practices, narratives, and strategies for my business, like I'm talking to you. People want to hear about it. They want to learn. I teach people how to do that, right? Now, dignity means to live with integrity. So there's no integrity in a household where a business person goes, oh, look at my big house. My car and my clothes, but, oh, don't look at my bank account and my credit cards. Right? It used to be, for Americans, the most embarrassing personal thing ever would be to be caught naked. Right? Well, now the most important embarrassing thing is to have their savings account and your credit cards found out. Well, there's no dignity in that. People are acting like jerks when they do that. These are business people who are supposed to know their numbers. Right. To take care of the sure. most important, practical, dignified purpose of work is to earn a living for your family. That's why we go to work. So when people are faking it and they're pretending they're really doing well, when nothing could be further from the truth. Right. They're walking around going, I'm really good. I got enough money. My spouse is happy. But no, we don't have any money. And no, well, our credit cards are out. Of, uh, you know, we're not paid off. We go, oh, there's no dignity. Two plus two needs to equal four. This is business. Yeah right? This is life. Your kids don't grow up in a household with parents who are jerks. Now, a lot of them are swept up in that. They don't want to be jerks. When they find Aji and Aji.com, they go, my goodness, I can correct this, double my income, get my savings on, or get rid of my debt. They are thrilled. That's outstanding.
1: Too. Outstanding. Toby, is there anything else that you'd like to share on your show today before we, uh, we, uh, we close out for now?
2: Um, the only other thing I had in my mind that people usually like to hear Tom is why IG works. Okay. Uh, are you, is that absolutely love to hear it? Okay. Well, it, it throws people because it's, I can do it simply, but it kind of explains it. All right. When people get dressed in the morning, they execute a strategy, right? So when they get up in the morning, they know the objective to put on all their clothes, how it's supposed to look right they know the sequence that's the second thing they know that usually your underwear goes on under your pants right yes yeah, right so they know the sequence and they know the tactics they know how to button their shirt or belt, do their belt or zip their fly they know the tactics and those are the three things you got to have an objective the interim situations in order and the practices right And everybody knows those, so they're obvious to you. You don't give any thought to it when you get up in the morning, you just do it, Mm -hmm. right? And everybody knows the exact same answers for how to produce a too low income. They know to work hard as their objective, they know in what order to do their processes and procedures, they know their tactics for how to produce too little money, right? And what Aji is, is a different strategic objective, double your productivity value and income. It's a whole new set of business skills that work with computers and the internet. And if you look at my book, uh, the back of the book where the strategy is, there are 12 new strategic intentions I invented 30 years ago that computers and the internet let you fulfill that you could never fulfill before computers and the internet were invented. So when people learn Aji, they learn a whole new set of intentions, 12 of them, and a whole new set of business skills, and they double their productivity, value, and income, and nobody can get it before they learn it. But after about 100 days, everybody says, I got it. This will double my productivity, value, and income. It takes about 100 days.
1: Toby, it's been a real honor and pleasure having you on your show Thank today. Thank you very Thank much. much. I really, uh, really appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Our guest today has been Toby Hecht. Toby is the founder and CEO of Aji Network, a completely new business philosophy that enables individuals and entire businesses to double their productivity, value, and income leveraging their computers and the internet. Toby is also the author of Aji, an IR number four business philosophy. For more information, feel free to visit Aji.com. Again, AJI.com. join us again next time when we welcome another purpose-driven entrepreneur or high-performing game changer committed to ideas positive outcomes and a better world i'm tom dior
0: the entrepreneur's radio show and podcast is recorded at stanford university studios in palo alto california and on location the chief audio engineer is Eris Chikopoulos. Chief engineer is Mark Lawrence. And we are all assisted by Peter Caroline and Omar L. Sabrao. And the executive producer and host of The Entrepreneur's Show is Tom Dior. If you wish to contact us, our email is interviews at Again, that's interviews at kZsu.stanford.edu.